What's up? This is All Up In Your Biz and I'm Yvonne Trakian. This season, I'm talking to doers, believers, and most importantly, manifestors. They have launched products, built communities, and above all, believed in themselves and believed that anything is possible. So listen up and you never know, you too might start manifesting your dream life. Alicia, welcome to All Up In Your Biz. Are you ready? I am ready. So first, I'm going to tell you this story. When I was launching Pause Penny, I had a videographer come over and we were, he was doing a video for me for, I was doing Arnett's Pitch 22, which I got no response to, but it's okay. It's okay. I wasn't ready. Um, always doing stuff and maybe not ready, but taking the action. And I was saying to him, oh, I might try and get into Dundrum or I might get into all these shops. And he was like, what? Nobody goes into shops anymore. You've just got to go online. And he said, I just bought my girlfriend. Girl got to change. And I was like, girl got to change. What a name. Girl got to change. What is that? And he was like, oh, it's a notebook for her. And she, she just loves it. So that is how I found out about you. And then I realized you are high vibe, high energy, full of color. I pulled out my pink pants today. And let me tell you, I had to do some squats and jumping and laying on the bed and sucking in and zipping up to get these. I'm seven months postpartum. So it was not easy. They look amazing. I wouldn't be able to tell. So, so let's take it back. Tell me, how did you start? Where, where did this idea all come from? Okay. Well, first of all, with that story, that is amazing. I've never heard that before. Like, I feel like I don't have a lot of people, especially in this country when it comes to my business life. So to be able to even like hear that story and connect and how you even found me is insane. Like I even just hearing my brand name is crazy. Like, yeah. Um, but anyway, so back to the start, I started, uh, in 2019, October, 2019, I was still in college for reference, I was studying politics and philosophy. So nothing to do with what I'm doing now. Um, so yeah, I started back in 2019. I was 19, uh, working from my parents' house, from my bedroom. And the concept came to me because ever since I was like 10, I was obsessed with writing lists and writing things down and planning my life. Um, I was saying to you earlier, I didn't have anything to plan at age 10, but I would write anything like shower, go on a walk. I still do that. But um, so, yeah, so it started then I would buy every planner that I could afford at the time that I could see would ask for Christmas. And I just couldn't find any that was what I wanted. Um, I think for me, I followed a lot of influencers well youtubers back in the day from the US who would show their like Erin Condren planners and in Ireland there was nothing like that that you could buy and especially back then that was like you know from 2011 onwards um you just couldn't buy those products so the planners that you'd get here were just like your standard basic boring planners uh with the exception of, of maybe like some cute covers but the inside was what I actually cared about so I'd always make my own on paper. Um, and then when I was 19, I was in college, obviously doing a degree that, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to be a primary school teacher, but didn't get enough points in my leaving cert to do that. So I said, OK, let's settle for arts. <laughs> uh, but I'm grateful that I did that because I did enjoy college. And then also, obviously, it led me here. Um so, so I feel like I've been talking for like 10 hours. Um, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'll just say yeah. the arts point is such a good point because mm. I was really, really studious in, in college and I know a lot of leaving cert students are going to get their points now, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I wanted to do straight law mm -hmm. and I studied really, really hard, but I wasn't like a natural brain okay. and I didn't get the points to do straight law, but I did arts in Galway. I did law and history, went in the back door and I still made it. And I still, fe I feel like uh, you don't need to go the direct road. Sometimes things just work out the way they're supposed to be, even though people can be so disappointed and it can open up totally new doors. Another thing about your planners, it actually, when I look at your socials, because I didn't want to do too much research, 
But you don't always have to take the straight road there. Like those country winding roads, the scenic view, you know, you can get to the same place, but maybe not uh, direct directly. Yeah. Like and it's it, better. It's a better view. It is it's a, a great time. View. Yeah. I had so much fun in Galway. Yeah. It is like the party city, even though I wasn't a partier, I was in the gym all the time. But anyway, back <laughs> to your like back to your um so you were you were a planner, you were a planner, you couldn't find anything except in the US, which I have to say, when I look at your socials, I felt like there's always this kind of like American vibe because it yeah. would be like, you. well, first of all, the name, Girl Gotta Change. Yeah. I don't know, it just feels like, uh, and then also there's a lot of like hot girl this and hot, and I love that. Yeah, you know? yeah, but yeah. Like, I feel like that that's was kind of more American than maybe Irish. And maybe that's because you were looking for your planners over there and you couldn't find what you wanted here. Yeah, definitely. So... Yeah, I guess then around college time is when then I started getting the business wasn't really in my mind. It was more, okay. I was getting to my final year of college. I needed a good planner because I was all over the place in terms of deadlines, all of that. So I learned how to use Adobe InDesign, which I don't even know if if it was the right platform to use for this type of design, but it works. So I still use it. Um, So I went on there, taught myself how to use it and made something just for me for college and then from there I was like oh maybe I could turn this into a business like that's literally just how it happened um initially was like okay Etsy store um and then I had a weird you know when you just have like not a bad feeling but a strange feeling about something like I just knew the minute I went on Etsy I was like yeah this isn't gonna happen so I was like okay I need to like actually do it properly and build my own website run an Instagram, like make an actual brand rather than just being a seller on Etsy. I feel like that's what I was meant to do at that time. So that's how it began. Basically, I started a Squarespace at the time. Now I use Shopify, which I highly recommend. Um, and But taking yeah. it back, right? Yeah. I like... M- I am coming up with ideas on the daily. Yeah. Like I am one of these people that like says to my husband, I have this idea. And he's like, oh God, here we go again. So you did have an idea, but it didn't mean you had to put it into place. Like what was it that you were like, okay, I want to come up. Like, where did the name come from? How did you get the paper? Where? How did you get the brand design? Did you, was that all you or? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's interesting you say that because recently I've, done a lot of like reflection and a lot of journaling and I've realized and I've never said this about myself or even realized it about myself but lately I've realized that I am actually such a determined person and impulsive but also spontaneous and I realized that when I have something in my head like I cannot let it go like I'll do it like I even in the past few months like the changes that I'm lying there at 2am can't sleep because I've just you know in your head like I have so much going on my best ideas come to me at 2 a.m when I'm trying to fall asleep and I'm not even joking the next morning like I'll do it so like say my new product the life designer which is that planner but in a binder form I basically had the binder and the inserts to go into it as separate products one night I was and it was selling okay but could be better I was lying there in bed and I just got the idea to combine it and make it just like a bundle so make it an actual product rather than someone that buys bits here and there and make it an amazing value like I think it's like worth 55 euro make it down to 35 euro and just have great value in a product the next morning I woke up I literally just went on to Shopify made that a product made sure I had enough stock and started selling it and now it's become like my best seller product and that was probably like back in May and that's just from at 2 a.m. me like half asleep half awake being like what can I do you know to like grow so I realized that's just the type of person I am but I actually love it I feel like I used to be like oh it's so annoying because I was so impulsive and couldn't let anything go but now I've realized in terms of business maybe not personal wise it's not good (laughs) but in business terms um, it's really helped me and I think the past few months it's been like what has made my business grow um that is so funny yeah so my husband says it to me all the time you are so impulsive Yvonne (laughs) like I literally have seven pallets of paws penny stock because I bought 
I'm like, I'm going to be huge. This is going to be huge. Mm -hmm. And like, I need to get there, right? Um, But I bought all this stock because I want to keep the cost down for the consumer, right? But you have to store it somewhere. So like, I've got stock all over my house because I don't want to pay for a warehouse yet Uh until I become profitable. So like, even taking a step back for you, right? You had to think about wh- where did the like the funds for this come from? Where did it start? Like, how did you get the money to even be like, okay, I need to get a prototype together? Did you get any like? I got local enterprise uh, funding, which was really really helpful. So yeah. they have a feasibility uh, grant of up to fifteen k, and I got six. Wow! And it's really really good. Now yeah. they do tell you. Uh, oh, it's only like two hours of your time. Like you're not spending two hours. You're spending hours of your time, but 6K, it's worth it. You, and yeah. you can get up to 15 to develop the product, provided that your product can be internationally sold, like an e-commerce brand. Yeah. Like you're so, where, where like the funding, all of that. Like yeah. how, like, cause you have to buy stock. Mm-hmm. You have to start building a website. Like where was the time and, and money and energy coming for that? Okay, so yeah, you've low, and I realized that was like your initial question. Um, but I have a few things to say. So first of all, on you not having a warehouse, I feel like this is helpful to share to people that maybe are in your position as well. Um, you can rent storage lockers, which is what I did. Because, um, you know, Nesta Storage, it's, they're a branch, a franchise in Ireland that have storage lockers. They also have offices. That's where my first office was. But I rented a storage unit for as low as like, okay don't quote me but I'd say 50 euro a month it depends on the size but it is so handy and just a tip for people listening who might be in your position because I was the same that's stuck everywhere you can get these storage units um for super cheap and you can work out of them as well if you wanted um but sorry that's a side note but then because was it originally all in your bedroom in your parents house yes and in my dad's office yes and it's like only recently I like finally cleared the last bit of stock out of his office like he was just sitting there work from home like surrounded by like pens like planners so. I know and that's like yeah we've I've got an office in our house and we've got an office in the garden my husband uh his office and he's like please can you take this yeah. pause penny stuff out of here <laughs> I know like, it becomes where am I like put it I know but honestly if you can a storage unit is your best bet especially if you're just starting out and growing because like I'd say for the amount of stock you have, you could pay like a hundred euro a month for a unit. But if you needed to say ship orders, if you do that, you can do it from the storage unit. Just get a little sticky light, you know, that's battery operated and you're good to go <laughs> yeah, for yeah. the unit. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but sorry, that's just a side note. Cause I thought that's helpful. Cause that's something I didn't know starting out. I just had to find that out. Uh, another 2 AM kind of Google session yeah. that I had. Um, but I basically started out, so this was pre-COVID, um, hadn't ordered anything at this point because it was just designing that took months, starting the Instagram, just posting little things I made on Canva, didn't have photos of products yet, wasn't 100%. Then I went onto Google, like how to find a supplier, which is way easier than people think way easier than people think so I found one um literally from a google search but the first one I found obviously wasn't the one but you're directed to where you can find suppliers through one google search and chatted to many got samples from many and samples are interesting so you basically they're free but you pay for shipping yeah yeah you probably know yourself yeah so that was fine though then when you order you do get that money back so it's grand um but at the start I remember they were trying to you know tell me if you buy over a thousand it will be cheaper for you and I was like I cannot like I don't have that money I don't have that space like where I'm gonna store them so I said I bargained with them. I was like, what's the lowest you can do for like this price? And they said 400 units. So I was like, to me at the time, that was like the scariest thing ever. And I was like, I'm going to regret this, but okay. Um, And where I got that money from. So this was then just as COVID hit. I was working in super value uh, part time while doing college. And then obviously college moved online. COVID happened. I was terrified to work there. So I basically 
quit because I was like, I this was one that was like, you know, so scary. And I was like, I can't. So the government COVID payment got me through at least because I didn't have an income anymore. So I had a lot of savings though from um, working. I feel like I was good with my money at that time. I don't know how, like I feel like I did so much, but I saved a lot of money. And at the time, I think the stock definitely didn't cost me over 500 euro for 400 I made a good deal like at this I feel like now if I was to order 400 it would be like two grand because of like they'd be like what's the point in us making you know 400 units like it's a big production for like no no outcome but at that time I was just so determined I was like look this is what I'm willing to pay per unit I cannot order you know 10,000 units like can you do 400 or what's the lowest you can do for like this price? And I think they felt sorry for me <laughs> and I wouldn't stop. Like, I really was like, I really need this. Like you're the best supplier I found. I was obsessed. And with was this quality. an Irish supplier? No, this wasn't an okay. Irish supplier. I then after looked around for Irish suppliers and especially in the printing world, it is. It is so challenging. Like, so I would make no money. I, I'm yeah. the same. So basically. I know that in Ireland now we are all about sustainability and all of that. But it is it is so challenging to be sustainable when the cost is so high here. So for me, for example, I I reached out like so guys, this is just another tip for everyone. You have got to use your connections. So I thought to myself, who do I know that makes boxes? And I was like, okay, I know. I went to CrossFit with the Broderick's brothers who make the Broderick's bars. So they put their chocolates into boxes, right? Smart. And so I reached out to them and they're like, oh, Yvonne, I'm good, good pally with uh, Bernard. And, um, one of the, the owners and uh, he said we make our own boxes but I'm going to put you in touch with the the uh, MD former founder of Skellig's Chocolate who sold his company for two million there recently so he put me in touch with him and Irish people really want to help you out so I had gotten my boxes made in the far east and he said to me well I have a Polish manufacturer why Poland. don't you try but I got mine made there and the, it was twice the price yeah and and the the product was terrible so like I couldn't use them I would the the cost of the product to the consumer would be way way too high so I do get my inserts made here in Ireland from all um Irish brands but the boxes themselves it's just really challenging yeah I wanted like beautiful boxes for my planners and I tried okay Irish no luck like it was impossible to even find like I found suppliers but the it was just not gonna happen with the prices so I went okay UK same thing like even like the customs and shipping like it wasn't worth it um and then eventually I did resort to like Asia and great prices for great quality but the shipping to ship over like 10,000 units of these boxes to Ireland was more than what it costs itself and I was like there's no point so I just had to settle for I use like Irish brands for my packaging mm-hmm. um it's the most basic packaging but I try to like make it look prettier you know a tissue paper thank you cards but I just realized like look I just have to cut my losses here like I want beautiful packaging but it's not attainable right now yeah so it's annoying but yeah yeah, and also I think um, one of the biggest challenges that people don't realize, and this came up in Irish business, um, another Irish business, they had a story there last year, was when you're shipping from the Far East, uh, it takes 20 weeks for a lead-in time. Mm-hmm. So if you want your Christmas product, you know, you've got to start ordering in like July. I know. And you don't, and then you're guessing the amount, and if there's any issues with the shipping so like you've got to really be prepared with supply chain like how do you stay on top with of like the product how much you get do you just come do you just know your busier seasons now or do you ever run out and are like shit I've just ran out of product oh that happened to me yesterday and this is actually so interesting you brought it up like I had a crisis yesterday um so I have an office and I have two amazing girls in there that are doing orders for me um to get more I'm getting more girls to help me um come the busy period which I'll talk about because last year like 
and I'm very open to like share numbers and all that because I feel like it's interesting to hear especially as like you know I'm still a small business I guess so I'm excited to get into that but um yesterday so I was talking about my life designer the binder planner and we get the binders from one supplier the inserts from another supplier so it's hard to keep track they come at different times I order them at different times uh, and I'm not great at stock management because the only system I have in place is myself to count which do I do no um so do I, I do I my know. husband like, kills me oh I know my it's God. so bad so I listen, oversell all the time we like, can't be good at everything no oversell listen yeah. that is a good problem to have True. I am not having that problem just so you, you will know, you everybody will. out there I have got stock that you can buy <laughs> I do not have this problem go to Yvonne <laughs> don't go to me um, um yeah but but basically, so it's just kind of messy. And um, I oversold a certain component of the life designer, which you can't like I have the other components, but like if I don't have one of them, like I can't sell it. So I was like, OK, I placed an order for a few thousand units to my Polish factory. Um, but that was only a few days ago. So I was like, I won't get that for a few weeks. And like, you know, people need it. And right now it's popping off the product so I want to keep up that demand so I said okay I'm sure like I think only like a hundred units of this specific insert pack so I was like what do I do the girls were in the office I was working from home because I had stuff to do and they were texting me like like there's none and I was like no no, no like there is some that there's definitely a box somewhere and then they're like no like I'm sorry like we've looked everywhere there's not so I said god and that's my fault for having a messy office but so I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. So I basically Googled like Irish printing and hole punching because they're very niche. You wouldn't think it, but like hole punching in paper is a very, very niche and not every printing place does it. So I finally found two. I emailed them with everything I need and I'm hoping to get an emergency batch of them. But this is the type of thing that happens and I'm probably going to lose money because, you know, getting only at like a hundred of something it's going to cost a lot especially in this country so yeah but that's what you have to do I know and that's <laughs> the thing as well is that I think people don't realize how crazy it actually is in the background like you look at your socials your LinkedIn you know seven figure e-brand e-commerce brand <laughs> owner like uh you know I'm right designing my whole life but in the background you're like shit 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 we've got to get this stuff out we've got to get it posted I'm packing up the orders myself yeah I'm like for me I pack them I post them because I'm, I'm very small but like you've got to get on your social media. You've got to get, you, you are like, you're the CEO, CFO. <laughs> yes. I don't, you know, you're the PH yourself. Like it's everything. Yeah, no, it gets overwhelming. And I think the past year has been very challenging when it comes to that, because, you know, with growth, like I was saying, like our last huge busy season from November to January of last year um, was amazing. And it was, you know, I never dreamt I could bring in those sales in one day, like let alone in a year. Like to put into context, I was making in one day, the first week of January, in one day I made more than I would make a month on the store in revenue. And why do you think that like where where is it coming from is it coming from TikTok? is it coming from word of mouth are the sales in the u.s like like someone is someone is at home and they want to build a product and they're you know we've got two different stories here like yeah. you're selling out the door i'm not what are you doing that well, i'm not I have doing the, i have the answer i think I think. Give it to me. Because this is where <laughs> I will. Give I'm it happy to, to give our it listeners, to everyone. They need to know. What um, is it? What so is it's Facebook and Instagram ads. A thousand percent. I did run ads on TikTok. I still kind of do, but I decreased the budget majorly because it's really hard to track. Oh, it's getting into like the boring things like tracking and UTMs. But to track TikTok buyers from the ads is really inaccurate so tiktok will say oh my god you made two thousand euro today from tiktok ads when in reality like you didn't because i did a test i basically this is good for people who might be in the same position i basically duplicated my product page so i had one main product page that my facebook and instagram ads people were being led to then one that my tiktok people were being led to and see and I went to see how many sales I got from the TikTok one because I wasn't trusting the data. And 
it was not what they were saying because the people that would basically click the link from the TikTok ad to the product would buy from that product page. And it was not what they were saying. So I said, you know, F this. TikTok is great organic wise. We'll still post on there, obviously. But Facebook and Instagram ads, I'm going to pump all that I can. And I have spent... If you, like some of my guests, have your own product or are manifesting launching your own product, how do you visualize yourself running your business? I hope your vision doesn't involve frantically stuffing and shipping boxes from your house or garage when a top fulfillment center like Autofulfill could be handling this for you. This means that you're doing so well that someone else is taking care of your orders while you sip your coffee and plan your next growth goal. If you're looking to grow and scale your online orders, think Autofulfill, our podcast sponsor. You chill, they fulfill. Hey, let me give you a quick manifestation tip. It's called subscribe, like, and share, share, share this episode. And I know what you're going to say, Yvonne, how is that a manifestation tip? So here's a little secret. The more you support others, the more the universe will support you. So when you share this episode, say to yourself, I am a super manifester. And remember, keep sharing. Happy manifesting. Like this is actually scary to say, but I've spent hundreds of thousands of euro on TikTok and Facebook ads. So I'm telling you, it is like the secret to getting sales. Genuinely. Like that's it. I gave up my tick not not my TikTok, my um Facebook account so long ago. Um I you do have need- Instagram, I've TikTok. Well, there's so much social media. Like at some point, you're like, it feel like I feel like as a business owner, you could just be on social media all day long. I know, and I hate social media. To be honest, I really don't like it. Like I never, I have a private Instagram for like my friends that, are, like I don't remember the last time I went on that. Genuinely, like I go on it to check my DMs if you know a friends trying to contact me, but I just hate it. I don't post on there anymore. Um. I had to get someone, shout out to Danny, um, to do my girl gotta change socials for me because I was like, I just can't do this anymore. I don't like posting. And I think it's because my brain is just somewhere else all the time that I find it hard at this stage to kind of think social wise and connect that way, which is sad, but I, I just have so much going on that I find it really hard to like authentically post from myself on Instagram. So I trust Danny to be like, you know me, like here are my ideas, here's content, like can you just post for me? Which has been a huge weight off my shoulders, but. Social media can take over your life. Yeah, and I have marketing team like yourself. I have um, a Facebook ads team. sorry meta now um which i just like they i chat to them every second of the day they know exactly what i want how to get what i want sometimes i do annoy them if the results aren't coming in and i'm like guys like do this do this they're like just like wait like it's not that you know it's not hard but it it's strategy and it does take a lot of testing and a lot of you know money to test and then but once you find that winning ad and like just winning yeah creative then that's when you can scale and like it pops off yeah because I mean like I'm going back thinking about your story and I'm like you started with what did you say 400 units yeah so yeah I feel like I keep deflecting from that story um I started off with 400 units had my little Squarespace website um did you build that yourself or yeah did you- which is it's drag and drop but yeah, I built that myself. <laughs> Drag and drop, guys. I don't even know what that means. But listen, that's what Google is for. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I feel it did take a, like, set, I think the actual website bit is the easiest part building. It's all the background stuff. Like, can even, like, cr- connecting your bank account. Like, that. that's actually, like, more complicated to me than building the actual, like, product page. Um, so, yeah, I built the Squarespace account. I had 400 units. And then was posting on Instagram. I had like 20 followers and it was coming in slowly from friends mostly. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, how do I get more people to know about this? And obviously YouTube and I found Facebook ads. And at the time I was like, I don't have money to put into this. So I thought, you know, 20 euro a day, like I'll get some returns. Um, So I taught myself from YouTube videos how to 
run Facebook ads, how to build them. I took all the content myself, which I actually still do for ads, which I think is a nice personal touch that I love doing is I do love making the ads myself. I kind of dedicate Tuesdays to do that. So I still do that. Um, but at the time, again, it was just kind of little photos from my phone. Um, I learned how to set up campaigns, ad sets, all of that, how to optimize it. And I started to slowly get in the sales from my small budget. I then obviously with more revenue comes more money to put back in. Um, and from there, I was able to get a few hundred sales a day from Facebook ads myself. Then I kind of reached a point, I feel all business owners do, where you're like, okay, I've maxed out what I can learn and what I my knowledge on this. So I got in help. I've been, I wouldn't say scammed, but I've been effed over by a few agencies, a few individuals when it came to that. Um, one of them literally fled the country. <laughs> what, what, what? Um, Is this I, like an ads agency? Yeah, it, he was his own, you know, sole trader. He was in the UK, had calls with him, nice guy. Um, but then later we found out he changed his number, fled the country. He lied about his mom dying to get off with not have having done work. So I was like, oh, you haven't like updated anything in like two months. And he was like, oh, yeah, sorry, like my mom died. Complete lie. Because we found out, we found his Facebook and his mom was like posting away on there. <laughs> so uh, crazy. He fled the country. So I have been definitely, you know, scammed, I guess. He did some work and then I think he just said, F this. And he was like, I need to get out of here. And he didn't know how to go about it. <laughs> so he said, I'm going to move to Lithuania. Um, but yeah, sorry, I forgot the question. <laughs> I do too. But I could talk all day. So the um this is just a like just a little one and i see this for small business owners all the time do you remember what friends of yours have not bought your product oh yes even when i was oh, saying so, like even when i was saying that to you i was like some friends <laughs> um i do i even know i have friends that don't even follow my account yeah, yeah. how do you feel about that um, I don't take it personally. I don't. I think the ones that I, you know, the ones that I know are supportive are the ones that are actively in my life all the time. Um, and then the ones that don't, I don't take it personally because I feel like it's so easy to and you overthink. But I have noticed that and I actually recently looked, which is not what I do, but I went on to like my personal account and then looked at the mutual followers like from Girl Gotta Change. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just a shout out to all the Irish business owners that have friends that haven't supported them. Yeah. Like if you're a friend and the product is not insanely expensive, like mm -hmm. girl got to change, uh, you know, it's not insanely expensive. Just buy one. Just support yeah. the Irish brand. And or even just follow. <laughs> just follow. Just follow. Just give us one of those likes and saves or do yeah. something. That's Those are the little things that you can do to really help. And you know what I found? I have made so many Instagram friends. Like they're yeah. actually, some of them are like really, really supportive. Yeah. Really supportive. Like I did a a talk, a manifestation talk at Wellfest. And there were the people that I met on Instagram that like came 300 up. 300 people, like crazy. I know well, they weren't all from Instagram, but, oh, but like, like, yeah, <laughs> but, but you do remember, you do remember. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's just a little tip. But I think the tip is just like the number one thing that I say to people all the time is if your friend doesn't buy your product or whatever, or somebody, or it's not going like, just think about it this way. Nobody cares if you're living your dream life. Yeah. So why do you care what everybody else thinks? Exactly. So just go do you, set up your, your company, like work on your dream, live your dream life, write it down, you know, and, yeah. and, and plan it, plan it out because it's your journey at the end mm -hmm. of the day. 100%. Know? And I have like friends that I grew up with that I'd consider good friends that have never even asked me about it ever. Like never. And like, I feel I don't like in fairness, my person, well, like they're my friends, like they're not going to get my life updates from like my private Instagram. I don't post anything. But even if I was to say like, you know, show off a little bit, which I haven't in fairness, <laughs> um, like they wouldn't even, I'm confident, like they wouldn't even like reply to a story if I was to say like, 
oh my god i just hit this goal or this milestone like they wouldn't even and even when i hang out with them like they never ask which i don't expect them to but i just i'm so different like i'd be like let's sit down and like do a podcast <laughs> like just a yeah. conversation like let's act like it's a podcast because i just want to know everything but i guess not everyone's yeah. like that and you have to understand that some people just are not into your product like yeah. my actual best friend mm-hmm. said to me she's like yeah i like the gratitude but manifest manifestation that's just a load of shite and I, and we are such good friends that's how you know your best friends is when you're yeah. like so different yeah we're so different like yeah. she loves online shopping and i'm like oh get me to the gym yeah you, you like it, we're just totally different but she's still broad product yeah you know and, yeah. and, and she'll still say up front like manifestation yeah whatever you know yeah yeah yeah. totally crazy bonkers stuff but i love that and i don't take like i can take it yeah you know not everyone's gonna yeah i'm the same like yeah yeah totally but 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 there was (laughs) listen i've got to say like one of my other ideas was i'm going to set up this tech platform Nobody steal this idea. Wow. Um, and basically, I'm not really. This is oh. just another one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like oh another God. thing, another thing. And basically, it's people who have damaged stock, because I have damaged stock, mm-hmm. and they can go onto this platform, and they can sell from their own website, but they can also sell on this platform. I'm not sure if this idea exists, right? I don't think but so. I think it's a wonderful mm-hmm. idea for mm-hmm. sustainability and then you can go on and you can get a damaged journal, you can get a damaged pot. And like, I mean, when I talk about damaged, like my pause penny boxes, there's a little nick in it and I notice it, but somebody else probably wouldn't. So yeah. I was on your TikTok this morning. <laughs> I love it. And I have got to say this. So Alicia, yeah. still 30 pounds for a damaged notebook, baby. If you wouldn't sell it at full price because of damage, you shouldn't be selling it at profit. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, and I remember my response to this person, it was like 18 pounds, but okay. Like I was like, where do people get these numbers from? Second of all, what? Like that's just not how business is. Like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, uh, anyway, so I remember replying to this and I try not to be sassy. Like the amount of sassy videos I've done and I instantly delete them because I'm like, I just don't want to come across that way. Even though I kind of do, you know, I want to be kind of a brand that like isn't afraid to speak out against people. But at the same time, I'm like, but some people might take this that I'm this, you know? Yeah. So I try not, but this one, I was just like, that's how businesses work. Um, It's, if you see the damage, there is a tiny little like, you know, when cardboard and glue goes on the other way around, glue goes on cardboard and there's a little bit of a, a bubble or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Like I'm a, like, a marbling or something. Yeah, yeah, marbling. That's what it is. I'm like, so it's that, which you can only see if you like tilt it in the light at like 45 degrees. Um, so I don't, like, it's not damaged. It's still usable. It's just like over 30% off for something that I could sell at full price. I just can't morally do that because I see there's something wrong with it. Um, so yeah, that was basically my reply to this. And let me just say, so I like one of the th- key things about this podcast is I want to make sure that I don't do too much research on the person. I just want yeah. to look at their socials. But what I do want to do is I want to buy their products so I can see what they're like. So I bought a product, bought a couple products, but I also was like, oh, I'm going to buy the damage product. This is, is this not the best idea? Because I actually had it for my own business. So I was cool. thinking I must do this. And when they came, I was like, I was saying to my husband, I was like, I think this is the damaged one, but I can't tell. And like, I couldn't fit, like there was nothing wrong with it. And it's Mm. only that I'm a business owner with the product that like I started like, just like really looking closely at the product. And I was like, I think it's this green one just because there's like a tiny bit of marbling at the back, a tiny bit, but I mean, you've got to get on (laughs) to girl got to change and buy the damaged product because like seriously what good value and we're throwing these things around anyway i know, you know what i mean throwing them into our bags yeah. like if you've got four kids like me like they're like throwing them around the place like, mm-hmm. with like they're like a little football but it's such a great idea did you like initially think oh i don't want me oh, well first of all let me take it back would you ever go back to this the supplier well they're in poland right are they and and say Listen, there's a couple that are just are not good enough quality here, or I, is it not even worth your time? I did, so I don't anymore. When I get, say, a, like we got a delivery of like 10,000 units that my little office can't even fit all of it. So we're like 
you know, send me over two pallets at a time over the space of a few months, just so like then we can clear stock to move more in. Um, and at that time it was Christmas and I basically, again, stock management not there. And in fairness, I didn't expect to sell that many in a day. I think we were selling over like a thousand planners a day. Um, consistently for a few weeks during you know it's like everyone wants to get a planner at that time and Christmas presents and stuff so it was getting to a point where I was like I'm running out um I went on to my supplier and I said look I'm so sorry but can I put in an order for like 10,000 plus units and can you send me some by DPD like ASAP so I don't have to wait for pallets to come and she tried her best and she got an express batch out to me just in kind of cardboard boxes with a little bit of bubble wrap open the boxes I said thank god like there's people waiting on pre-order like they've been waiting for that's actually a really good idea to do if you're a business owner and Mm. you like you're selling and you're selling out to do this pre-order so exactly no it's a great idea and basically these people have been waiting weeks like I was getting I'm not even exaggerating probably 100 emails a day consistently for like a month like it was overload because people are like where is my order where's my order oh my god I'd love to have that problem I know you will soon and then you'll regret it um Uh, but the boxes came and I was so excited we opened them up I like all the spirals had basically indented every single one of the planners because they were stacked on top of each other and it was like beyond even I couldn't even drop the customer email and say I'm so sorry like here's a little discount like it was like, I'm not doing this. It just looks so bad on the brand. These people pay good money for a product that was already delayed. I did communicate that all, but I was like, I'm not now after weeks going to send this out. So I emailed her and I just said, look, this is like, I can't sell this. So she gave me like, I think 50% back and then they sold it as damaged stock. So, you know, when like, every, there's good out of every situation. Um, but on that topic, actually, I got a huge order at the start of last year. My first huge order I placed at the time. And everything looked great. I, you know, I do a flick through to make sure the paper quality is okay. Um, I've had issues with quality from that supplier. So I am looking to, you know, change soon. But looking through, everything looked great. Did a flip through. Should be the exact same. It's all the same file that the supplier is printing. Like a few months later, I started getting emails from customers saying, hey, like I was just following my planner and the last few months are like all mixed up. And I was like, oh, maybe you just got a, you know, cause this can happen. I said, oh, maybe you just got a bad one or, you know, let me check like the rest of the stock. And I'm not even joking. Every single one was like that. And that was completely my fault for, like I thought I did a diligent enough check. I didn't. I should have literally looked at everyone cause it's so easy to miss cause it was the last few pages and you would presume it's fine. So I just had to, I bombarded her with emails. I said, like, this is, you don't understand. I've sent out a few thousand of these already. People haven't realized yet. I had to, like, resend them out, basically. And it was even hard to distinguish, okay, did this customer get a faulty one or did they get from the old batch? It was really hard to tell because some, I have 10 different covers. So some of them were the new batch, some of them were the old batch. So eventually I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till people email, send them out a new one, which worked out in the end. But I had to repackage thousands of planners, get them into boxes after taking them out of boxes, getting them onto pallets, shipping them back to Poland, then getting her to change them and send them back and do it all over again. And this is all the nonsense yo-yoing up and yeah. down that a business owner that you do not see on TikTok. No. You know, or Instagram. It just like you just see someone, look at her, she's selling so many organizers, so many planners. It's yeah. it's just amazing. Um so going into wholesale, because we're gonna start wrapping things up soon, but oh, going yeah. into wholesale, are like are you in shops or cause I only see you online yeah. like is that something that you'd like to do to be there or? Um, so I think it's every business owner's dream to like walk into a store like Brian Thomas or Arnett's or even like Eason's to see their products there. Um, and it was for me until I kind of sat down with someone that the main guy that in Ireland that can get you into those stores. Who is this? How do I meet? <laughs> this is, uh, I can give you the information after because. I'd say he'll like, like, did you have to make a connection to get I had this? a connection, okay, which okay. was really random, but I had a connection, but I'll give you all the details because just in case giving I guess the key thing but. is for people to know is, like I say, say it again, 
don't be afraid to use your connections. Exactly. I can say the website. So uh, I think it's cardboutique.ie is the wholesaling website. And the guy that runs it, I have the contact to, which obviously I don't want to just in case. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. But um, it's that website. So you can probably contact him through there. But I did. I had a connection. I didn't even know about it. It got me in. I was really excited. Like my goal was to get into retail stores until he kind of broke down everything and I realized the reality of it. Um, even like Brian Thomas, like he said, look, I could probably get you into Brian Thomas, but with them, like they want the newest product that nowhere else is stocking. They So you have to be a bit exclusive, do you? Yeah, exactly. Like they at initially to get into Brian Thomas, if that's the store that you want to be in, you have to be kind of not everywhere else. Yeah. Um, it's on their terms. They could just order one from you if they wanted to, and they'll pay you like a hundred days later. Um, I heard that they're not the best payers. Don't know if I could say that, <laughs> but um, well, I'm listen, trying not to say got, some. Like, honestly, there are people out there that are in going into BTs. They're going into Arnett's. Yeah. They're going into all these stores. They're visualizing their product on the shelf, and what they don't realize is that if you're a new business owner. You do not have negotiation leverage. No, and that's, you do not have yeah. that leverage. It's not until you are, you know, up there like Sarah Blakely spanks, and you're getting your, you're a billionaire, and you're getting your stock. She has the leverage. Yeah. So, the negotiation terms might not be that good. Yeah, and I don't think like he kind of warned me like they weren't going to be for me, and I was constantly being compared to another competitor at the time. Yeah, and I can imagine who that is. Yeah, yeah Which, and, it, and they're great too. Like, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. Supportive of Irish. Like you know what I say as well. I think it's like when it comes into the whole manifestation stage. Like don't be afraid of your competitor. Like there is space yeah. for everyone. A hundred percent. And no, I really respect that. I actually had one of theirs before I even started. Girl, got a change. I got it as a gift, and like. It was really cool. It was actually during I was starting because I was like, oh, like my first competitor because I think they launched like similar time around me. Um, But yeah, but again, I feel like it's frustrating as a business owner because as I'm being compared by like, you know, all these big buyers to this brand, like they they did look at my products. say, oh, this is great. But like, you know, what's really in right now is like this other brand because they're in all the big stores right now. So all the little stores want them. But what was frustrating was Yes, they're a competitor, but I don't see them as a direct competitor because they it's a totally different market. I'm pretty sure they don't sell internationally from what I know. Most, my biggest market is the UK and USA. Like Ireland is a big market, but not as big for me. Like most yeah. of my customers are in the UK. Um, completely different brand vibe. And t- yeah. Completely different products. And there's space for everyone. Exactly. That's, that's why it gets frustrating because I'm like, they're a great company and they have great products. But like, I wish it could be both of us side by side, not just like, oh, I just want this because it's like the most popular thing right now. When it's like, yeah. So that's how stores think because even he was telling me they are very traditional. They think traditionally, they're very careful and they don't take a lot of risks in the retail space. So for anyone that is starting out that wants to go into to retail and wholesale, like I, this is my advice would be to stick to e-commerce and have your own website because you have so much more potential to find customers make customers bring in revenue than you do in stores and you get to keep the profits you'd keep what like a tiny percentage because you have to pay and so many people are paying are going online a hundred percent it's the way to go so now that we're wrapping this up i can see i don't know like you're pretty young to start all these like you know, I don't chase, I attract. Whoop, whoop, love these affirmations. What is for me will simply find me unless you don't write it down. Exactly. I'm telling you. Oh, there's some more. There's like, I'm beautiful, I'm strong in here. And I can see from your socials, you um, love, like, are into affirmations and manifestation. Yes. It's got me to where I am 100% manifesting. Like, I'm a secret manifester. <laughs> Like well, it's, it's not yeah. a secret anymore. No, no, we are all sense. about the manifestation vibes here. Yes. So I'm going to ask you, this is, these are your, first I'm going to ask you, who are you grateful for? There's a lot of people that come to mind. Your number one supporter. Okay. Obviously everyone knows the obvious, like my, you know, my mom, my parents, <laughs> my boyfriend, my best friend. But honestly, 
my dog, Aww. Dougie. <laughs> I think I see. It feels like I see you with Dougie's a different the dog and white everything. One. Oh, the big Dougie's white one. the big okay. white one. And then I have a new little puppy, Gigi, who's a small little mutt one. Yeah. She's so cute, though. But definitely Dougie, because I feel not just for the stereotypical reason of, oh, he's my dog. He's my best friend. But when I moved out of my parents' home, it's like a year and a half ago now, he came with me. So he was like my dog. And it he really made me realize like he's a huge responsibility almost like a child like he can't be left alone you know he needs babysitters so it made me grow up and realize like I am now taking care of not just myself but this dog and it made me really grateful for him because I kind of it almost made me realize the value of like life in a way it's so like it's so deep for that question but I feel because I realize I'm keeping you know this dog alive and he I'm making him happy and you know I have so much responsibility for him that it made me grow up and realize that like just because it's you know raining and I don't want to go on a walk like I have to because he's you know that's his favorite thing to do in the world and I just need to grow up a bit and stop being so (laughs) you know selfish and do something for someone else like even a dog (laughs) so yeah it just made me realize like that's the point where I grew up I think was when I got it and you're okay so what are you manifesting now a lot of things but sorry I keep saying that (laughs) but I'll narrow it down I think right now I'm manifesting there's a huge change coming up in GGC um my goal is to basically outsource fulfillment um, so that I don't have all these overheads that are killing me right now. Um, I'd love to, you know, get rid of my warehouse office space, be able to outsource fulfillment and to operate out of different countries. Yeah. That's my main thing. So to have a US warehouse, a UK warehouse, Europe and Australia, they're my big markets. Um, so you girl got a change is going global. Yeah, heard it here first. She said yes. it out loud, but now she's going to write it down. We're giving her a pause penny manifestation box. So she excited. writes her stuff down anyway. Yeah, but you're going to write it down mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you're going to think it, write it, box it, manifest it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You are going global. Watch yeah. this space, guys. Thank I know. you so much for coming. Thank you. This was so much like was that? like 45 minutes it's crazy yeah. <laughs> thank you so much we it need like so two hours i like i could talk all day yeah definitely once i go global and have my little you're gonna have to give me a little like a tutorial these oh, facebook 100%. ads and all this make pause penny go go global i, I need 100%, you 100 percent, anytime <laughs> hey let me give you a quick manifestation tip It's called subscribe, like, and share, share, share this episode. And I know what you're going to say, Yvonne, how is that a manifestation tip? So here's a little secret. The more you support others, the more the universe will support you. So when you share this episode, say to yourself, I am a super manifester. And remember, keep sharing. Happy manifesting.